This podcast was created as a part of Podcast Lab by India Film Project in association with Anchor by Spotify. Please do rate us on whichever platform you are listening to us on, be it the Anchor app, Spotify, Apple or Google. Your ratings and reviews serve as a big encouragement to our indie podcast initiative. When you start watching a movie in the theater or on TV, what is the first thing that flashes on screen apart from the ads and other frivolous things it's the opening credits sadly while the world is watching content mostly on ott applications nowadays this is something that we often skip but that part that you often skip could be a piece of art and listen to this episode to know why you should not skip it and give it a chance this is avishek your host for binge beyond the box binge beyond the box where we analyze explore and entertain you about the wise house and what i didn't know that of the creative content we consume regularly popular and offbeat tv shows movies and short films opening credits have the purpose of introducing more influential or often more famous members of the crew of the film Well that's the aim and it should be kept in mind that mentioning them shouldn't become the secondary characteristic of the sequence many films feature very innovative opening credit sequences to both captivate the audiences and introduce the viewers to the world or give them a sneak peek about what is going to come in the movie a great example is steven spielberg's catch me if you can In a little over 2 minutes the sequence essentially tells the whole story of the film with minimalist art for people watching the film who are aware of the original events it's based on this rekindles the memory by showing all the important professions the protagonist took up as a part of his scam for those who haven't seen it the detective mystery score and the scrolling credits create a sense of excitement and also of anticipation for a big story with lot of characters and multiple narrative threads is waiting for them it can be analyzed very specifically because the choice of style of art leaves a lot of interpretation even if it widely just tells the story that the film is based on but that's for another time moving on a favorite opening credit sequence of mine would be from Jean-Luc Godard's Band of Outsiders. It's a fast-cutting sequence showing the faces of the three central characters while the name of the film appears. The music is somewhat funky with a lot of energy about it and that energy is complemented by the rapidly shifting profiles of the faces. The characters are each doing something and they don't sit still or pose the camera just rapidly cuts from each frame to the other however there is a pause in the sequence where the music segues into a percussion section during which the cutting becomes much slow each phase is focused on for about 2 seconds each before the music goes back to its usual energy and the rapid cutting is resumed 
This can be interpreted as an introduction to the cinematography or more precisely editing styles adopted in the film. There are both jump cuts and long continuous shots in the film and this sequence features both. Actually, the credits themselves are placed strategically when they show up. For example, Goddard's name is displayed during a scene at the parking lot where his name is superimposed over a parked 2CV, an iconic French automobile. And then there is a truck driving away with the word Pernod Pastis on it. Pernod Pastis is the famous French aniseed liquor. So he associates himself with modern France and it shows this way. There are many other uses of symbolism, but let's move on to the next opening credit worth talking about. Very underrated French animated feature April and the Extraordinary World also has an amazing title sequence. To start with, a burning furnace graces the screen and it's closed. The grating is actually the name of the studios which produced and distributed the film. The names of the studios continue as we move on to a sack possibly filled with some powdered chemical and then to a desk with chemicals in glass bottles. The labels on them have the names of the other studios. Then there is a chest of drawers. Some drawers closed, some open, full of files. The top of a file or two showing from the behind of the others. The writing on the visible parts of the files are again names of studios. We move on from there to a biological chart of insects with the acknowledgements written on it. The names of organizations in place of the names of the insects. Further opening credits continue on the chalkboard with mathematical symbols and geometric figures. Then onto spines of books kept haphazardly on the table. A glass cabinet housing bones of birds which names of the producers instead of the name of the birds. An open notebook has the name of the screenwriters and the director's name on the inside of the lid of a box. You get the idea. The editing involves cutting from one central focus to, uh, to the other, but panning while focusing on each. The panning motion invites viewers to inhabit the world. The objects around introduce us to a world of science. Basically, it's quite obvious, it's a laboratory. And putting the names in the labels ensures people notice the names. But instead of becoming distracting details, they make the atmosphere more intoxicating and the world that much more habitable. Now, keeping with the theme of this episode, for the hint of our next episode, you have to listen carefully to an audio clip right after I finish talking soon. That two-minute clip would give you a clue for the next episode of our podcast. Till then, connect with us on our social media handles. Details are in the podcast description. And keep binging beyond the box.
has yet to be told. Thank you. 